Okay, we are back. Welcome to episode four of the Eden Podcast. It is so good to see you again. My name is Mark. I'm one of the worship leaders here at Eden Church, and I'm joined again this week with Pastor Daniel Latondo. What's up, everybody? It's so good to see you. Well, I guess technically we can't see you, but it's good to be here with you today. Yeah. I'm excited. Today, we have a very special topic. Shout out to Elaine for commenting on our video on YouTube and just giving us suggestions of things to talk about. So we're going to be talking about one of your suggestions today. Yeah. You know, and the good thing about these suggestions is that they're not ideas that you and I are coming up with. Mm -mm. And so when they suggest, it kind of challenges us, forces us to kind of think about things that may be outside of our lane right now, which Mm -hmm. I really... I really appreciate it. So shout out Elaine, shout out Jonathan. You've been commenting a lot, really giving us some uh, thoughts to consider uh, for the podcast. So we're pumped about that. Yeah. All right. You want to dive into it? So what are we talking about today? We are getting into a very serious conversation today, Mark. Mm -hmm. On a scale of one to 10, how much do your palms sweat when you think about this topic? Uh, How fast does your heart beat? I'm honestly pretty (laughs) chill right now, but we'll see how, how worked up I get. Okay. Well, one of the uh, topics suggested, which I think was a great topic, so relevant to what so many people are probably thinking about right now, is the topic of dating during lockdown, dating during COVID. So we're going to talk about that, but I think it would be helpful for us to define the terms. Now, I'm a little bit more old school in my thoughts on dating. And Mark, we have talked a little bit about it, but Mm -hmm. I guess we really haven't fleshed out a lot of ideas on this topic. So you'll be hearing us do that live right now. Yeah. Uh, But would you help us to kind of understand what, from your perspective, what it means, what is, what, what is considered dating in like our current cultural context? To me, I just feel like it's when you're getting to know someone. Like, I think it's, I think that there has to be some sort of intentionality behind it. Cause I have been guilty of just being like to someone that I'm interested in. It's just like, Hey, like let's hang out. Even though like that doesn't, you know, that doesn't communicate interest. Yeah. And I I do think like that there has to be some form of intentionality behind that some sort of interest, but so there are levels to it. So hanging out is like, could be friends. Dating is like, Hey, I'm interested and boyfriend and girlfriend is like beyond dating, right? Like you're exclusively dating each other. Cause I had a friend one time, and like the stories that I've heard was like, I, well, he's married to her now, but like <laughs> he wouldn't consider it a date unless you like declared it to be like that Michael Scott um, meme where it's like, I declare bankruptcy. Okay. But cause they would like go down to Santa Cruz, hold hands, walk on the beach, get ice cream at Marianne's after. But unless it was declared. Was, a da- and then let, like he'd come home and they'd be like, oh, how was your date? And he's like, oh no, that wasn't a date. We were just hanging out. So See, it's like, that okay. I don't think. Honestly, is. that is probably the issue with so maybe the part of the issue of like the complexity, confusion yeah. in relationship is that probably people, so many people define it different ways. That's true. So for the sake of our conversation today, we're defining dating as like a step above hanging out as friends, but not boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. Not cool. exclusive. Does that work for you? Yeah. Okay. So how's your dating been during the pandemic? Oh, I've been dating my wife for the last uh, 12 years, so nice. it's been going good. No. Um, and that's kind of interesting. We're coming at it from two different perspectives. Mark is in the game. Sure. I have been out of the game for a while, but I think we're going to be able to talk mm-hmm. into this Sub- subject or topic uh, from just our unique perspective. So, and you guys can just take it with a grain of salt because most of what we're going to suggest today isn't Bible, but no. I think there are some 
principles tied to scripture. And then we actually will have some scripture to yeah. share with you, but not everything is. So you've got to process this in light of your own circumstance, yeah. your own situation. And for legal reasons, this is not advice. <laughs> we are not counselors. <laughs> we're not uh, trained professionals. Uh, you can seek yeah. <laughs> advice from uh, not, people. Not who, me. <laughs> don't, don't come to me. Okay. So number one principle or tip number one for dating. I don't even know if that's how we're going to go at it, but my thought is you got to get in the game. Okay. What? You got to get in the game. That sounds scary, Daniel. Okay. Well, let me explain what I'm talking about is that I think sometimes people who do want to be in a relationship, like you said, I think the, the way that you described it are not intentional about being in a relationship. Mm. Now I, I am all about kind of those romantic storylines where you met the cashier at the grocery <laughs> store of your hometown and he swept you off your feet kind of thing or the person you grew up your entire life, your high school sweetheart, whatever. But those are not typical of how people engage in relationships. And to be honest, that's not necessarily the most, not, it's, it's not more or less healthy uh, for long-term uh, relational longevity to, to meet that way. So I, my thought is that you've got, you've got to be wise. You got to have wisdom in who you're connecting with and how you're connecting with them. But I think that it is a, it is a, it is a really valuable skill to know how to meet and engage and mm-hmm. to connect with people just in general, right? just like in not general, even like in a romantic way, not in a romantic way, but yeah. I think that is true when it comes to dating. I mm-hmm. think, you know, you want to go meet people, go, go figure out what you like. I mean, not necessarily even in terms of like pr- people, but like what you like to do, what you mm-hmm. have fun doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that the more you can, I mean, this is bottom line. The more you understand who you are, mm. the easier it is going to be to find the person that you want to link up with in, ter- in terms of a relationship. So there's obviously, you know, some introspective stuff that you've got to do. But mm-hmm. but the, the the more you get there, I think you gotta you gotta go meet people. Yeah, that's number one. Well, but th- therein lies the problem, though, because for the last almost year now. That hasn't been as easily to come by meeting people. That's a good point. Which brings us to point number two, which you may you're gonna be shocked to hear this, folks. I am I am for dating websites. Now I think we have to make apps, websites, and wanna, I don't know do if we call it dating or relationship deals, uh-huh. but I have known so many people that are in great marriages, great relationships who have met through a dating website of some okay. kind. Um, and so I, I, I've become a believer. Now, I'm not saying they're perfect or whatever. Mm-hmm. I obviously have their flaws. And I'm also not talking about dating apps. Mark, can you help us understand <laughs> the, dis- the distinction between the two? I've, I, I just feel like, to me, when I hear website, it has like not as bad of a connotation as yeah. like apps. Because I feel like apps, since they're on your phone... And I guess technically you can access a website on your phone too, but like the way in, at least in my experience with apps, it's like so convenient cause it's right there. And especially cause a lot of them are kind of gamified where it's just like you get rewarded, ba- like you, you get like a serotonin boost when you, isn't that crazy? I, but I, I, that's intentional though. I'm pretty sure oh, like it's, it's a game cause you don't really think about it. You're just swiping mindlessly. So I, I think that, but I, but I mean, they serve the same purpose and some apps are better than others from keeping it like super 
like super shallow if you're only looking at people for their looks and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I feel like different apps, like not all the apps are created equal, but a lot of them are owned by the same company too. So it's like, yeah, there's also that. But I definitely think like, you know, eHarmony was like the old school one. I don't know if people still use that today, but what I think is valuable yeah. about that type of process is that you are, you know, you're kind of identifying to the best of your ability who you are. And mm-hmm. there's kind of, um, like a matching system with other people True. who have similar interests, similar convictions, similar values. Yeah. And that is actually not a bad way to like go about, mm-hmm. you know, stepping into relationships. Yeah. Um, so that's point number two. You have any other thoughts on that? Websites? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, um, I think though, I remember back in college, like some of my friends kind of flamed me when they found out I was on apps, but I think that's because it has a connotation of just like, you're just using it to hook up casually. And and like you could, if you wanted to, like at the end of the day, they're tools, right? Because right. it's like, how is it any different if you just went to a, a club or something and met someone there? Like it's, I feel like for me though, what was hard was it definitely over the few years that I've been on them, it took a while for me to actually be comfortable with who I am because yeah. the first couple of times I went on there, I just started feeling really insecure about myself and like how I looked. And yeah, there was a couple like Facebook groups that were kind of there as dating things as I thought, I thought it was kind of like a meme where people were just joking. Cause they were like auctioning off their friends. But when you see the, the people who were doing really well and all the ones that people were liking and stuff, I think it definitely took a little bit of time for me to be okay with who I am and yeah. not feel like, Oh man, like look at all these other people who look like they're in like, dramas or like movies or something yeah so i think too like there is especially because on some of these apps it is very much just like your pictures yep and so i think it took a little bit of time for me to just be okay with who i right like just learning to like who i am yeah and being comfortable with that and i think even before then too a lot of my time on dating apps was just to affirm to get like affirmation from other people like it wasn't even to like actually talk to them it was just for me to be like okay like someone thinks i look good or something yeah so, that's really deep yeah so i think it, it's really how you use it yeah because there, i mean i haven't really thought about that but there's actually a shadow side to like mm-hmm. i mean obviously there's like the objective of getting connected to people but maybe what you don't cons- or let you know what i didn't consider is like what what it's like when you don't get connected to people mm-hmm. when it's when it the apps don't seem to be working for you yeah and so there's that end of it and so I think that's a really good point yeah and I mean before all of this stuff I mean there is just I don't know I think about like all the insecurities I had growing up mm-hmm. and all the self doubt and this yeah. negative talk that I had I mean that stuff will destroy you yeah and then to have it affirmed in an app. In any way, whether it's wh- yeah. whether it's an accurate affirmation of it or not, the way that we would interpret it, or at yeah. least I, I can imagine interpreting it, uh, could be really painful. And so, I mean, there what you said I think is right on. It's yeah. like you've got to be, you've got to love. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to sound however someone might perceive this, but you've got to be grateful for who God made you mm-hmm. to be. Your passions, mm-hmm. even the way you look, your body, your your face, your yeah. your complexion it's like we've got to own and be yeah. learn to love ourselves in a sense that's so true and and this is me putting my tinfoil hat on too but it's like i always kind of doubted like is it really 
in the best interest of dating apps to like match you up with people because it's like if they're if you match everyone up then no one's going to be used wow right or that's the way that That's deep and especially because it's like they're not like they're always trying to get you to buy the premium version so that you can get seen by more people so it's like i don't really think it's as level of a playing field as you would want it to be like i'm pretty sure they can like not show you to anyone yeah. until you actually fork over some money but because there's definitely been times where i'm like oh maybe i should just like drop the 20 bucks or yeah whatever. but it's like no I, i'm not trying to not trying to waste my money on that so. man what a complex i mean that just adds another layer of complexity to the whole process to but think if you of- think about it though like there's a unbroken chain of people meeting each other and being able to reproduce culminating <laughs> with you and for the most part of that like it's within walking distance of each other right like for thousands of years so it's like is it i think and this is me getting super existential about it but it's like when i see how many people are in my immediate area and i'm like really <laughs> like none of you guys like me <laughs> but so then i start thinking like really like so the for the last like hundred or so years like all my ancestors were able to meet each other and connect and that was within like a certain distance because yeah. there weren't planes and stuff so it's like really like is it really that hard but well i mean i mean don't say yourself short because dating is a relatively new idea in that's like also true western european mindset because mm-hmm. the vast majority of cultures even probably still around the world today have arranged marriages where that's the parents, also true but you know what's cool about arranged marriages is that those are more i mean they have like a longer lifespan mm. than the way that we do uh marriage in america so that's true you know i could now that i'm a parent at all it makes a lot more sense why that would work out so okay and then this is going to be kind of our final point and this hopefully will be kind of the base foundation of what we're talking about um i think you know if you meet a guy you meet a girl i know that everyone probably has certain preferences or expectations or ideas of who they want those people to be and so that's going to be based on your personality and your passions and all that stuff but i think at like a very base level um what if you're just really picky? Like I, I'm really picky, Daniel. Like I'm gonna be straight up. Like I'm. A very I think picky that's person. good. I mean, I'm yeah. all about you. Got you. Got to be honest with yourself. I mean, there's kind of a balance. Yeah. Because when you get married, you there's gonna be a little bit of you that dies. <laughs> Don't do it. No, I'm telling you this. No, this is a good thing though, and you want it to be the stuff that needs to die. You want it to be the selfishness mm, in you okay. in, a, in a relationship. I was you like, want where it, are you going with this? Yeah, yeah. So no, you want so you want you want the stuff that needs to die in you to die in a mm-hmm. relationship, um, but you want the person that you're with in those picky areas to 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 help you grow in those areas that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I I I think you got to be picky. You can't settle for less. You've mm. got to, you can't right. even even we out, we out here. Yeah, and I think I mean like people I know that there's like this deep desire to be connected, but so easily what you think is a blessing can turn into a burden, especially mm. in relationships. So, I feel that. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, real quick though. Last point is character. Uh-oh. And I think Uh-oh. the main I'm thing nervous. about character uh, if you're looking for like a biblical template for what that should look like, I always go to the fruit of the spirit, Galatians chapter five, 22. Um, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, um, and self-control. I think that is just a great template. Obviously no one's perfect, mm-hmm. but if you're dating someone who's impatient with you, 
that is a bad sign. I mean, mm-hmm. we are on our best behavior when we're dating. Mm-hmm. And if someone's impatient with you, you just got to be cautious about that. And then you can kind of go down the line through that template and just say, how do these people line up? Yeah. And obviously no one's perfect, but you want to sense that this person has the, the spirit of God in them and, and that it, it comes out in their gentleness towards you, their love towards you, their, mm-hmm. their generosity towards you yeah. in, in those relationships. So yeah. I don't know. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. I feel like if there's anything else you want us to dive into, like, please like drop a comment below. Cause I think there, we're just scratching the surface. Like there's so <laughs> much that I think we, yeah. that's left than said, but I will say though, like, I believe deep down that like dating or like finding a relationship is something that I really feel like is an idol for me. Like mm. I definitely think I spend way too much, like literally with some of my buddies, like that's all we talk about sometimes. Yeah. And I know that that's not good, <laughs> but that that's kind of just showing where our hearts are at. But I, you know what I mean? Like, I think it is something where I can find myself spending too much time and energy on. Um, and so I think it is something where I need to check myself and I don't know where other people are at, but I know for me, like that is something where I find myself expending a lot of, uh, of my time worrying about, or like that's where a lot of the pain in my life's coming from. So I, yeah, like that's just something I need to be worried about. And, And I'm preaching to myself here. Like that's something that is, that's just part of it where it's like in some ways, like I shouldn't care about it too much as well. I do think like we put it up and glorify it too much. Like, I feel like sometimes people will be like, Oh yeah. Like marriage is this picture of God and the church. And like, when you get married, like you kind of have this deeper understanding of it, but it's like, you don't need that. Like there's, you know, like you're not a better Christian because you're married and you have this new perspective of, of God's character. So I think like, but I also feel like I treat my friends who are married. Like even if we're the same age or even if, or like my friends that are younger than me that got married, I feel like because I've been conditioned to believe that like in order to be ready for marriage, you have to be like this, like in this spiritual place or like this threshold of like maturity that you have to cross. I feel like I treat them differently versus like my single friends. Yeah. So it's like, I also think like that's not good either. So there's just a lot to unpack and there's a lot of baggage there too. Like we yeah. haven't even gotten into that, but there's a lot of baggage that a lot of people are carrying around. So. Well, I mean, I think that's such a good point, Mark, because yeah. There is some kind of attention, you know, and and I I don't think it's realistic to tell people who want to be in a relationship don't think about being in a relationship. That's true. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a good thing, you know. That you, I think that's it's it's very natural. It's like, you know, it's all about a lot of times the context. A fire in certain contexts is really really good. It like mm. heats your house, you cooks your food, keeps you warm. But in when it's unleashed on a forest, you know, it's, it can cause a lot of damage. Mm. So I think that's true when it comes to dating, the desire is not wrong. Yeah. And the, the, the thoughts I don't think are bad or evil or anything, but I I get where you're coming from also Mm -hmm. that like, if it consumes you and it's all you think about and it kind of distracts you from the other things, that's where maybe it kind of goes beyond what's healthy or whatever. But, um, but it is, it is not easy. And I don't know that there's any, clear cut answer like oh god i'm you know i'm not going to think about dating for a month or yeah so i mean i think it is just it is kind of a refining process of Mm. of just letting god expose in you what you know kind of kind of where your heart is at and and him showing you stuff and you know i i don't know it's a journey for sure yeah for sure 
Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Shout out again. Please, if you want to hear us uh, talk about anything else, please feel free to drop a comment or you can slide in our DM. Uh, it is at Eden the Church. My, no, I'm not going to drop my personal <laughs> one. But, um, um, but yeah, so if, if you have anything else you want us to talk about, it's really awesome to be able to hear your thoughts. And if you have any thoughts about dating yourself, feel free to drop a comment below. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And I want to give a shout out to Mark because this is not an easy conversation to have in terms, you know, if you're dating, I feel like it would be harder for me to talk about it. Um, it's harder to talk, probably talk about marriage or I don't know. But anyways, I appreciate yeah. you helping to lead the conversation because I feel like without you, you we would not have been able to kind of get into the nuance of mm. some of what we're talking about. That's fair. So. I, I feel like I have a lot of thoughts. I'll get up on my soapbox <laughs> one day and I'll rant. Uh, well, yeah, no, we are so pumped that you guys decided to join us for the conversation. Please keep sending us ideas. Keep commenting. We love reading your about your thoughts. And it actually has really uh, helped to make the podcast a lot more meaningful and rich. So thank yep. you. Yep. And always make sure you join us every week. Eden.church at 9.30 and 11 for our Sunday services. And then feel free to smash that like button, hit that notification bell so you can get notified anytime we drop a new video for service or for the podcast. And we'd love to hear your thoughts down below. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you again next time. Peace.